This podcast is made possible by the generous contributions from listeners just like you. If you have the means and you'd like to contribute, click on the link in the show description to go to my supporter page. Once you're there, it's completely up to you how much you'd like to give. There's no minimum and no maximum and no ongoing charges. Enjoy this episode and thanks for listening to The Saturday Quiz. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Welcome to the Saturday Quiz, the weekly podcast where I, John Leary, ask the questions from the quiz in the Saturday paper, and a different couple of guests each week attempt to answer them. The guests taking on the challenge this week are two lovely humans. One is an actor known for her roles in Doctor Doctor and as the wonderfully nutty Aunt Elizabeth in the TV series The Great. And the other is the Academy Award-nominated and BAFTA-winning writer of The Favourite and Golden Globe-nominated creator and writer of The Great, Belinda Bromelow and Tony McNamara. Welcome to the show. Hi. Thanks, Johnny. It's a Thanks, pleasure to Johnny. be here. Oh, great. It's so nice to have you both. Thanks very much. We're, uh, this is our date night. Yeah. So Excellent. Good. Uh, we're, we're glad to be here. That's true. Thanks we, for coming. Sort we of weird, but... Yeah. You know. We might just stop and talk about our kids for a while <laughs> in the middle of it. Uh, now, Tony, I'm sure you've been asked this before, but what's with you and royalty? Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I think I have been asked before and I'm not exactly sure. You still don't have a good answer for that one? I mean, I guess I like... Princess Di. The you liked her. Yeah, I did like her. I like the stakes of that world and... I, f- I guess I felt like, feel like it's a genre that was a bit ripe for a bit of a relook at how to do it. So I guess those things are why I liked it. Yeah, nice. All right. And th- and do either of you do you think have a area of expertise in the in the quiz? Oh, okay. Um, I would say. Well, I mean, I have things I like. I don't know if I know anything about them. <laughs> But I'm interested in them. And what are they? Uh, plants, flowers, bees, people. <laughs> I, I I think my uh, my technique's going to be confidence and just say it with confidence. Excellent. It's a, it's a good technique. It's tried and true. Yeah. I, that's pretty much how I just go through life. Just <laughs> say it with confidence and people say just literally just, yeah, they tend to believe you even though what you're saying is often rubbish. That's true. Brilliant. All right. Well, <laughs> let's see if you can confidently say the answer to question number one. It's a pre- It's a nice 50-50 for you. It's true or false? Great. True or false? It's great. George W. Bush is the only false. living former Republican president of the United States. False. Okay. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Oh. Only living former Republican president. Oh, no. George W. Bush, the young guy? I mean, he's not young, but, like, not the other Bush. I'm just going to say false again. 
Yeah, I'll say false. I said false first. So you don't think he's the only living former Republican president? That is correct. No, we don't. Oh, Oh, I keep thinking his dad's alive. He died. His dad did die. That's why I was trying to ascertain whether he was the young. Oh, well, okay. I'm going to say true all of a sudden. Well, hang on a minute. Are there any others? I think you should say true. I'm going to say true. Yeah, I'm going to say true too. Yeah. It is true. I, I'm afraid I probably can't really give that to you because you were so confident in saying false. But yes, George H.W. Bush, his father, died in 2018. Yeah. Yeah, the even older one. I was asleep a lot in 2018. I'll, I'll give you a chance to, to win it back if you can name the other living presidents Bill Clinton, Barack Obama, uh, George, current or George past? George W. Um, George W. What about oh, Reagan's dead? Is he dead? Yes. Yeah, he's dead. Reagan's very much dead. <laughs> but there is one more. Jimmy Carter. Jimmy Carter is the right answer. Well done. There you go. You get that point. Okay. So we we lost the actual point, but we got a bonus point. No, no, on a much harder exactly. question. Exactly. Really. Much, harder question. much harder question. Okay, question number two. What part of the body does a chiropodist treat? Oh, your back. Or your bones. Your feet. Your back. Your feet. Oh, hang on. Your feet. Chiropodist. That is what I said. Okay, the bones of your feet. Your feet. The feet is all I need there. <laughs> well done. This is I great. think Tony said feet quite early. <laughs> it's true, it's true. All right, question number three. Walloons are an ethnic group native to which country? Um, hmm, the Netherlands. Oh, you're close. I am close. Okay. Yeah. Oh, Belgian. Belgium. Belgium. Belgium is the right answer. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah. Good one. But they're, they're the French-speaking uh, people of, of Belgium. French-speaking? Or they're mo- more closely aligned with the French-speaking. Walloons. Uh, parts. Walloons with an N at the end. Where does that come from? That word. Good question. Well, there's a, there's an area in Belgium called Wallonia. Oh, there you go. Oh, come on. Now, I looked up, I tried to find any famous Walloons. <laughs> And the best I could do was Adolf Sax, the inventor of the saxophone. Well, hey, that, I mean, that's not bad. Sure. He was popular in the 80s. Yes, <laughs> yes, even though he died in 1894. Yeah, yeah but I mean, his in legacy. The, she made the know. 1880s. She yeah. made he was popular yeah. in the 1880s. He may have been popular then as well. And then a century later. Back when Adolf was a good name. <laughs> Yeah, that fell out of fashion. <laughs> Little like the saxophone. Exactly. Hmm. Every jazz lover is dissing Belinda right now. Well, I don't think now. I this think any jazz. I think any jazz lover worth their money in uh, jazz loving <laughs> would not love the saxophone. There are ma- many more, many more things to love than the saxophone. If you're talking absurd. jazz. Question number four. Oh, Mr. Hart, what a mess. Oh, yes. Was used in a TV advertising campaign for... Carpet cleaner. Yes. Now, you've got a multiple choice here. Was it A, Scotchgard? No. B, Stainmaster Carpet? Or C, Godfrey's? Oh, shit. C. Um, It's not Scotchgard, I don't think, because they're kind of classy. I mean, not that this ad wasn't classy, in its way, 
what were my other t- Godfrey's? I don't think so. I don't even know about Godfrey's. I think it's the middle one. Stainmaster. Correct. Stainmaster carpet. I don't know. I've, no, I'm out. I, I'm out entirely. Godfrey's is the vacuum is the vacuum cleaner shop. Uh oh. Just just so that you know exactly no, all I, the things. I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the cut that Trust. actual carpet thing. Trust your gut. Lock in Stainmaster carpet. You are correct. Yes. Well done. Turns out that was my area of expertise. I didn't even know. Commercials from the, from the 80s and 90s? Carpet commercials from the 80s and 90s. <laughs> I found my, found my calling. Yes, and that, 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 uh, that Mr. Hart, of, of course, was pro Hart. Yes. Oh, yes, I yeah. remember it. Do you remember now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember the what the painting was that he did on the carpet? Dragonfly. Very well done. Yeah. Remember. Yeah, and I think yeah. there was whipped cream. There was whipped cream. There was spaghetti. Oh, yes. Yeah, there was all yeah. sorts of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what the Pro Hart's real name was? Pro. No. Pro, <laughs> Pro was a nickname, and that was actually short for professor. Oh. Was he a professor? Uh, he wasn't a professor, but he got that when he, when he was a, a young inventor before he was an artist. And people yeah. liked his. What was thinking. his real name? Kevin. Get out. It's true. Kevin Hart. Very I can similar. see why he ran with Pro Hart. Much better name, isn't it? You know, as a sort of gives you an air of, you know, something. Yeah. All right, we're up to question number five. What is the Duchess of Cambridge's maiden name? Oh, wow. wow. So royals. Uh, the royal I'll defer, I'll defer to you. You've got to be joking. <laughs> You're only down with the oldie royals, I'm though, aren't you? Only. Okay. Exactly. Uh, Cambridge. Uh, Duchess of Cambridge. So who is she to begin I, with? I think she's William's wife. Oh, as in Kate Middleton. As in Kate Middleton, that's correct. Oh, yeah. well, that was way easier and kind of boring. Oh, well, sorry. Well, yeah. Hey, that was good. I don't know. I thought it was going to require a bit of, you know, delving. No, it was, it, it was just working out which one was which. So, yes, Catherine, Duchess of Cambridge. Popularly known as Kate Middleton. Who, I, who um, I have met. I'll just oh, say really? that. Oh, you've met? met? Yes. Tell me about that. She might not recall it, but... Uh, <laughs> I'm sure she does, darling. I'm sure she does. <laughs> uh, not at all. No, after the BAFTAs, all the BAFTA people, all the favourite people and all the other people, like the winner people, uh, they came back. They you wait on stage afterwards and then... Uh, William and Kate came and said hi to us all. What'd she like, say? And they walked along, like, and said hi. Did she say? Shook hands. Hello, you, <laughs> clever writer. <laughs> so what did she say? Uh, I can't even remember. Oh. She said, I mean, I was... I think with, what you do is valid. Yeah, she said that. She said... <laughs> so. Well, our friend um, met the Queen and she said to our friend, who's a, a, a production designer... I think what you do is valid. And yeah. she was like, oh, th- thank you. Thank you. I think what you well, do, I think what you also. do is also valid. <laughs> well, or, I, or is no, it? I, actually, no. Yeah. Or perhaps not. Yeah, not valid at all. Uh, I've, I've got a question, actually. Uh, another question. Do you know what the uh, Meghan Markle's the Duchess of? Canada. Beverly Hills. <laughs> TV, uh, TV. Kensington? No, they're, they're the Duke and Duchess of Sussex. And what about this? Do you know who the Duke of Lancaster is? That would be, hmm. I mean, who's that guy? Tall person. Like hair. Tall guy, hair. Do you That's become it. a Duke even if you're not, like if you marry him? 
Duke of Lancaster. So could he be like Beatrice's dude? Yeah, it he could be, except it's a bit of a trick question because the Duke of Lancaster is a woman. Is the queen. What the Ah, there you go. What? Wait, but, I, I mean the... that's kinda cool being a duke and a duchess. Although I guess she's like, not. Yeah, and, like a, a, and a queen. And a queen. I mean nothing really tops being a queen. No, that's the best. Duke's pretty cool. I would love that. How do I be a duke? How do I get to be a duke? Marry well. Too late. Marry well. Damn. (laughs) Messed that up. All right, that was question number five. We're going to take a little break and we'll be right back. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Thanks for coming back. I'm with Belinda Bromelow and Tony McNamara, and we're up to question number six. And question number six is a sports question. Oh, dear. How are you both with uh, tennis? Oh, tennis? Uh, uh, not, that not that you good. Not that good. find a friend? No. I'm afraid you can't, you can't uh, find a friend. All right, here we go. Question number six. Who was Novak Djokovic playing when he was defaulted from the 2020 US Open? Happened mm. just the other day. Indeed, it did happen. Yes. Do you, do you remember what happened? Uh, he hit the ball and hit the lineswoman in the throat. Really? <laughs> yeah. And she fell to the ground and then they defaulted him for bad ball use. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the technical term. But they have another term. But bad right? ball use is a, is a pretty good... This use of ball. Yeah. Uh, what um, really this did use happen? of balls. I feel like some French guy. Oh, Was it a French guy? Not, not quite French. More... More Spanish. More Spanish. Oh, oh, um, the guy with the... Not Rafael Nadal. That guy? No, no, it wasn't a... Um, it, it, it's not someone... I, I don't think it's someone that you, you're going to know, really. Oh, okay. Pierre? No, no, Spanish. Oh, Spanish. <laughs> Spanish. You're close. P-C-B are his initials. Um, Pedro? No, the other Spanish name. Paolo? Pablo. Pablo? This is terrible. Yeah, I this just... is terrible. All right, I'm going to tell you. Pablo Carreño Busta. We weren't getting that. No, Busta. Did you say Busta? Busta, yeah. Great name. Yeah, B-U-S-T-A. So what did happen? Did he hit someone in the throat? That's exactly what happened. Tony didn't make that up. I thought you were making that up. No. Here I was just, you know, thinking he was coming up with a fabulous story, (laughs) as he so often want to do, (laughs) and he was actually just telling the truth. Sometimes the truth is stranger than fiction. Exactly. It's true. It really endowed you with a lot of... You really thought I'd think, about, think <laughs> up things. I really did. Oh, did he's, it. you were like, he's thinking up things again. Look <laughs> <laughs> at him. But I wasn't. All right, question number seven. George Orwell's first full-length work was down and out in where? Paris. Paris and London. Paris. And London. And London. Yeah. Down and out in Paris and London. You don't want to eat in a 
Paris restaurant after you read that book. Really? Oh, yeah. The chefs lick plates and it's like all the, I mean, I do want to eat in a Paris restaurant, so I don't even care that the chefs lick the plate or whatever or lick the steak. Anyway, he's got all these amazing. It's a really good book. Mm. <laughs> That's why he's incredibly famous. <laughs> and he's not that famous <laughs> for that book, is he? He's still famous for that book. That was kind of his, you know, breakout. It's his breakout here. But there is a bonus point here for naming his final book. Oh, his final book. Which is more of a famousy one. Um, Animal Farm. No. The other famous one. 1984. 1984 is the right answer. That seemed too obvious. Yeah. In so the way that obvious things first. are obviously obvious for a reason. I just kept thinking of Aldous Huxley, so I was in it. I was in a different. You're in another world. I was in another world. I was like, brave new world. Um, just off on my own. Yeah. Tangent. Yeah. Wrong writer. Yeah. It was it was down and out in in Paris and London, and not down and out in Beverly Hills, as I had hoped that you might have said, which was a Nick Nolte, Bette Midler, and Richard Dreyfuss movie, uh, which was oddly enough based on a French play. Down and out in. Beverly Hills? In Beverly Hills, yeah. It was based on Boudou Soive de uh, Deseux. Uh, my French is terrible. Really? Which is really? Boudou <laughs> saved I from I drowning. I was like, is Emmanuel Macron in the room? What happened? <laughs> wow. That's outrageous. You're not allowed to insult me on my own podcast. <laughs> you said it beautifully, Johnny. Yeah. I thought I was in Paris. <laughs> See, she's insulting you as well. Eating off licked plates. Exactly. All right, question number eight. This will get you. In computing... Oh, oh God. Come on. <laughs> what does HTTP stand for? Oh, that's an even easy one. That's an easy one we should know. It's the bit at the www bit. Yeah. Um, hello, tiny... Tall people. Toad. Hello, tiny tall people. Hello, tiny toad. Pardon? That's the toad answering in French, which you, of course, would be familiar with. Uh, Okay, I don't think it's that. It may as well be that. (laughs) It may as well be. No, come on, come on. We've got to, we've got to. Are you kidding me? It's like, we've got to try. Um, okay, which one do you want to know? I'll, I'll tell you one of the letters and you can build from there. Which one do you want to know? The okay. first one. Okay, the first one is well, actually good good choice because the first one, the first word is two letters. It's hypertext. <gasps> okay. So H-T. Hypertext. Text. Okay. Two. Hypertext. Pets. Do you know what it does? No. Well, it's like um, it's like an address. It right? is like an address. It's it's like Hi- it, hypertext. It is, yeah, it's to the people. <laughs> no, look, I don't know if you're ever going to get. I that. mean, how long's the show? Could you give us an hour on this? <laughs> like at least now, about an what hour. About, and we what about what about if it. focus on the P? Yes, and and that has to do with rules and things. Paradigm, can, procedure, oh, protocols. Oh. protocols, protocols, protocols. Hypertext, and what it's doing is it's it's. Taking it from one from your transfer to hypertext transfer protocol is exactly the right answer. (laughs) Linda, you've done it again. Yeah, I mean, you didn't (laughs) even have to help me. I just got there on my own. (laughs) You really did. That's what was so amazing about it. 
I knew if I just worked a, at it, I could get there. Yeah. Completely on my own. I mean, it's a long way from hello, tiny turtle. Hello, tiny toad. Tadot? <laughs> yeah. Mm, but I got um, there in the end, so that's good. I'm so pleased with myself. Yeah. <laughs> well done. All right, question number nine. Australian Chris Ellison recently became a billionaire after making his fortune in which industry? Billionaire. Yes, recently. And only only in a matter of uh, weeks ago did he become a billionaire. Oh, uh, yeah. I read about this and then I decided I had too much in my head. I was like, I don't need to remember that. So it's nothing enjoyable. Like it's nothing kind of like, oh, toilet paper. Or, you know, no, it's nothing sort no. of like, oh, wow, who would have thought you could become a billionaire from no, toilet paper? No, it's something very sort of obvious. Like how how do you become a, an Australian billionaire? Oh, Mining. Mining. Mining is the right answer. Gross. And he became a billionaire because the the price of iron ore recently skyrocketed. Oh, well, good on him. Because what talents talents it takes to make iron ore rocket. All right, we're up to the last question. Gosh, I feel sad. I feel sad too. All good things must come to an end. Question number 10. Which Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle wears a blue... Mask. Wow. I hate them so much. Oh, do you? Oh, just I never liked them and oh. I never understood them. And Yeah, because they're so complicated. No, they're just sort of <laughs> Well, they are actually. If you've watched Hannah Gatsby's thing, she does a whole thing on them. She does do a whole thing on that. So yeah, what that what, really what spoke are they... to me? I was like, yeah. I thought that was stupid too. But she she thinks they're stupid for a for a very particular reason. Which is one which of them is, is not even from the era, right? Yeah, the High Renaissance. Yeah. So I reckon it's Donatello. That's the one that's not from the that's the one that's in Hannah Gadsby's thing bit. And that's why I think he's wearing a blue thing. But yeah, but, you're I, but now I've now I've thought I've thought a bit further on it. <laughs> what? <laughs> And not not while reading your facial expression at all, or you're about to announce it was wrong. So it's definitely not. I just changed my mind on a whim. It's definitely not Donatello. Okay, so what are the other three called? Is a Michelangelo? Is is there a Dante? No. Michelangelo. Is there an Archimedes? No. No. I should watch this. No, yeah, they're all named after Um, uh, artists of the Renaissance. I see. I might have to say Michelangelo because because that's the only, the only one other one you can remember. Correct. Hang on. That is also, also right. Correct. Oh, also <laughs> not correct. You did a tricky face thing. No, Michelangelo wears a red uh, mask. Donatello. You've already said Donatello. He wears a purple mask. Oh God, I didn't even know that was a purple mask. Red, purple. Surely there's a green one. No, because they're green. No, they're green. Oh, so that wouldn't work. Yellow. Yellow is worn by another one. Da Vinci. No, but who's, what's Da Vinci's Oh, he's the one. He's the one I was thinking of saying in answer to your question. Huh? Leonardo. Leonardo. He wears a blue mask. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. that's what I thought. Yeah, and the other one was Raphael. Raphael. What colour's his mask? Yellow. Yellow. The only one oh, he's the yellow one. the only thing left. That was the final question of the quiz. That was sort of disappointing. I mean, oh, I know you don't write the quiz, to... but just to end on that one. Yeah, well, sorry. A little underwhelming. It's okay. We're, we're going to take one more break and we'll be right back. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. 
Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. There you go. Thanks, guys. Thanks for doing the quiz. Thanks very much, Johnny. What was our final score? I'm very... Oh, I don't actually keep a score. Oh, wow. Really? Uh, yeah. It's not about the score. It's about just finding the, the right answers eventually. It's the journey. Yeah. It's the journey, not the destination. Uh, but very quickly, I mean, you got foot. You eventually got Belgium. I reckon I'd give you that. You're quick onto stained master carpet. You knew Middleton. Oh, yeah. You had no idea what the tennis player's name was. No. No. But Paris and London? Got that. Yeah. And Hypertext Transfer Protocol. That was a shoe-in. Yeah, I think you could give us... (laughs) I had it before you even finished the... Point zero zero. The question. (laughs) Indeed. But thanks, guys. It was was a real treat to have you on. Yeah, likewise. It was great. Thanks for joining our date night. Yeah, thanks, Johnny. Thank you. Thanks for having me. And good luck at the Emmys, Oh, thank you. Yes. Fingers crossed, as they say. That was the Saturday quiz. How many did you get right? I should, of course, apologise. I got the colours of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles wrong. Raphael is the one that wears the red mask. Michelangelo wears an orange mask. And none of them wear yellow. That'd be ridiculous. As ever, you can find the quiz in the Saturday paper. It is written by Cindy MacDonald. This podcast is mixed by Atticus Basto. Our editor-in-chief is Eric Jensen. My name is John Leary. And I'll have more questions for you same time next week.